Welcome to Golden Gems with Dave Shaw and Bill Hansen. We review each week the career and personal life of one of the great unforgettable artists of the golden days of radio. So please join with us on a trip down memory lane as we take a look at today's artist. Then go to our website, www.goldengems.net, where we will also look at more of their career and play some of their most unforgettable great hits, which we are unable to share on the podcast. We invite you to join us there also. But for now, sit back and relax as we talk about the life of today's unforgettable artist of the golden days of radio. Welcome to Golden Gems. Our podcast today, we're featuring Teresa Brewer. Uh, This is Dave and Bill. She was born Teresa Veronica Brewer, spelled B-R-E-U-E-R, May 7th of 1931, was an American singer whose style incorporated pop, country, jazz, R&B, musicals, and novelty songs. She was one of the most prolific and popular female singers of the 1950s, recording nearly 600 songs. Brewer made her official professional debut at age two, singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game on a children's Toledo radio show. In 1936, at age five, she won a singing competition, which earned her several appearances on the Major Bow's Amateur Hour radio talent program. She spent the next seven years touring with a Bow's form troupe, then retired at age 12 to return to school. <laughs> During this period, she was also performing on local radio in Toledo. She made her first recording in 1949, and her third release and first big record was Music, Music, Music. It debuted on February 4, 1950, and was number one on the top ten charts for four weeks and became her signature song. Teresa was a singer-songwriter, down the holiday trail, and author, educated at Waite High School, and later a singer in theaters and nightclubs, and on radio and television, she made many records and joined ASCAP in 1956. Her other song compositions include I Love Mickey, Imp, There's Nothing as Lonesome as Saturday Night, and Hushabye, Wink-a-bye-doo. She was born May 7, 1931, in Toledo, Ohio. She had four younger brothers. Her father was a glass inspector for the Libby Owens Company, now part of Pilkington Glass, and her mother was a housewife. She first became involved with public performing at age two on Uncle August's local radio show. At age five, she started appearing on Major Bow's New York Amateur Hour radio show and touring the eastern U.S. with one of his troops until age 12. Moving to New York in early 1948 with her aunt, she performed in nightclubs. In November 1949, she married Bill Monahan of New York at age 18. That year, she started recording for London Records in New York the first single being When the Train Came In. It was her third solo single that became her first big hit, Music, 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 in early 1950. The Ed Sullivan Show, Toast of the Town, and others started featuring her regularly. 
and she filmed six television musical shorts for the Snader Telescription series. 1953 brought her only movie role in the Western musical, Those Redheads from Seattle, on the basis of being voted America's most popular female singer. In 1951, Brewer switched labels, going to Coral Records. Since she never learned to read music, she had demos sent to her to learn the melodies of the songs she would record. She had a number of hits for Coral. In 1952, she recorded You'll Never Get Away in a duet with Don Cornell, followed in 1953 by her best-selling hit Till I Waltz Again With You. In the mid-1950s, she did a number of covers of rhythm and blues songs like Pledging My Love and Tweedledee. She covered some country songs, including Jilted, I Gotta Go Get My Baby, and Let Me Go Lover. In 1956, she co-wrote I Love Mickey about New York Yankees center fielder Mickey Mantle, who appeared on the record with Brewer. It was also reported that the two had developed a mutual attraction. Another 1956 hit was Brewer's syncopated rendition of Mutual Admiration Society. In the same year, her hit, A Sweet Old Fashioned Girl, demonstrated in one song her ballad and rock talents. In 1957, she recorded more covers of country song Teardrops in My Heart and R&B songs You Send Me and empty arms. There were many big hits throughout the 1950s on the choral label until 1961 when music changed. She kept recording on the Phillips label and others and performing in major nightclubs from Atlantic City to Las Vegas and Lake Tahoe. In 1972 she married a second time to Bob Thiel, an established New York record producer. Brewer reemerged as a jazz vocalist on her husband Bob Thiel's Amsterdam label in the 1980s and 1990s, recording a number of albums, including tribute albums to Bessie Smith, Louis Armstrong, Fats Waller, and Irving Berlin. She also recorded with such jazz greats as Count Basie, Duke Ellington, Dizzy Gillespie, Earl Hines, Savend Asmussen, and Bobby Hackett. A landmark recording in her career was Softly I Swing, Red Baron Records, 1992, which was produced by Thiel and featured David Murray, Ron Carter, Kenny Barron, and Grady Tate. Memories of Lewis, also recorded for Thiel's Red Baron Records, paired her with a different well-known trumpeter on each track, including Clark Terry, Nicholas Payton, Ruby Braff, Freddie Hubbard, Wynton Marsalis, Roy Hargrove, Sweet Edison, Lou Soloff, Terence Blatchard, Yank Lawson, Red Rodney, and Dizzy Gillespie. Theo kept her recordings coming until he died in 1996. Brewer never recorded after that. Altogether, she had recorded nearly 600 song titles. They produced jazz, rock, and general pop music. She died in 2007 of a neurological illness. She has left a legacy of many video and audio recordings. 
Teresa married William Bill Monahan in 1949. The couple had four daughters, Kathleen, Susan, Megan, and Michelle. They eventually separated, and the marriage was dissolved in 1972, shortly before she married Bob Thiel in 1972, with whom she was married until the 30th of January, 1996, when he died. Brewer died of neuromuscular disease, progressive supranuclear palsy, PSP, at her home on Pinebrook Boulevard in New Rochelle, New York, age 76. Her funeral was held at Holy Name of Jesus Church in New Rochelle, New York, where she was a member. Her remains were given to her daughter. Some interesting trivia regarding Teresa. She recorded Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World, which was written by her second husband, Bob Thiel. Thiel also produced a few of her earlier hits. She dyed her brown hair and made her film debut as one of those redheads from Seattle, 1953, starring Rhonda Fleming, and turned down a long-term contract offer by Paramount in order to maintain her singing career and remain with her family both established on the East Coast. She decided to retain dyed red hair for many years. In the 1970s, she started to wear it blonde. She was never a natural redhead. Paramount was ready to promote her as a starlet, a term which irritated her. Later in an interview with the Teresa Brewer Center, she said, I could kick myself for not doing more movies. Dropped out of high school at age 16, a couple of months before graduating, and moved to New York for singing engagements, altering her given name to Teresa Brewer. Because she had skipped a grade, she would have graduated in June of 1948 at age 17. But because she had won a contest and was swept into singing engagements in New York earlier that year, she did not return to finish the school year. She even turned down an offer of an honorary diploma, disliking school that much. She moved away from performing in the 1960s as rock and roll took over the pop scene and instead concentrated on raising a family of four. She returned to singing in a jazz swing mode a decade later after marrying her second husband, jazz producer Bob Thiel, and worked with such icons as Count Basie Duke Ellington, and Dizzy Gillespie. Ed Sullivan first introduced the petite singer on his variety show as the little girl with the big voice. She was a frequent Sullivan guest. She was awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for recording at 1708 Vine Street in Hollywood, California. An amazing artist and one of the great artists of the Golden Age of the golden age of radio. This is Dave and Bill thanking you for joining us today. And join us for another episode from one of the artists of the golden age of radio. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you're having as much enjoyment as we are reliving some of the unforgettable memories from the golden days of radio. To learn more about the career of today's artist and listen to several of their greatest hits, we invite you to go to our website, 
www.goldengems.net. May we also encourage you to tell your friends about the show. We would love to have them join us in these little trips down memory lane. And as always, we invite your feedback or comments on goldengemsradio at gmail.com. So until next episode, this is Dave and Bill heading back into the archives to dust off some more unforgettable memories to share with you on Golden Gems. <music>